Welcome to the EC Men Podcast, where we're not afraid to take on the issues of today. I'm your host, Dan, along with co-host Roger. Let's get into it. So, Roger, one of the cool things about doing the podcast is we're going to be able to have some guests every once in a while. And wouldn't you know, tonight we've got our very first guest for the EC Men Podcast. How excited are you? I'm super excited about this, because when you start to listen to this guy... Everybody's going to fall in line with EC men. Oh, man. Well, listen, Roger, I thought, too, that we need to set some rules up before we start having guests on the podcast. So I want you to think about this for a second. I'll start us off. Number one, any of the guests can't be skinnier than us. Well, we already failed. Okay. Well, how about you got any ideas? Um, More rules for guests. I mean, I think that they shouldn't be as good looking as us. Okay. So we can get, go we're, we're good there. Like, we have that one nailed. How about can't be smarter than us? We're in trouble. Okay. You know, I, the the guest we have tonight, literally, and I, you can vouch for this because you were there. I think we saw him do a plank. Was that a, a four-minute plank? How high did that go? I think that was a lot longer than four minutes. Well, I didn't even try, so I wasn't yeah, worried I wasn't about there, it. But My he, youth pastor was there, and he, I think he might have come he, in he second or third, he but he got destroyed. Good. Right. Yeah, so. He is pretty strong, dude, and he's in shape, and he is cute. You know what I mean? Uh, we've gone too far. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's introduce our first ever guest here on the EC Men podcast, and it is Matt Lushko. He is not only president of EC Men, he's the founder of EC Men. So, Matt, welcome to the podcast tonight. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's a it's an honor to be here, and uh, I just want to say I really uh, appreciate what you guys are doing with this podcast. How's it feel to be amongst uh, greatness? Well, um, I'm a little speechless right now being being amongst you two. You guys are are uh, definitely great, for sure. How long was that plank at Forged Retreat? Uh, I want to say it was like six or seven minutes. I could have went longer, but everyone else pooped out, so I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, it was something. Anyway, let's let's get right into it, Matt. Um, got some good questions here for you tonight, and and looking forward to what you can share with all of us, but. Um, how did you become so passionate about reaching other men for Christ? What or where is that passion born out of? Yeah, so for me, this started about 15 years ago. I can remember I was sitting at home. I was on my, on my couch in the basement, and I was doing my quiet time. And during that quiet time, I just felt God telling me that I needed to start a men's ministry at my church. Yeah. And so I was sitting there, not really knowing what to do with it. And my brother comes over at the time and he comes down and we're sitting there talking. And I tell him what I felt God was saying to me. And for whatever reason, in that moment, he just says, you need to do that now. You can't wait. And as soon as he said those words, I got this burning feeling inside me that I can't really explain, but I just knew that I wouldn't be able to rest until I did something about it. Yeah. The only problem was is it was 10.30 at night, <laughs> and I was pretty sure that my pastor wasn't going to be too happy about me calling him at 10.30. But I did send a text to uh, one, of the, one of my friends on staff at the church, and he was, he was excited about it, and he said, let's, hey, let's, let's talk tomorrow. Yeah. So I go in the next day, and I talk to him, and we set up a meeting with a pastor and a deacon, and I go into that meeting all excited, and the meeting did not go exactly the way that I had planned it to go. Wow. And we sat there and we talked about men's ministry and, and, and different things. And really, you know, I don't, I'm not sure exactly, but 
you know, the, the church wasn't ready and they were telling me that I wasn't ready, okay. which is as hard as that was to hear, you know, like I, I know they were right. Yeah. And I wasn't ready at that point in time. But I, I really think that God was just testing me mm-hmm. and was and just seeing how willing I was to step out and go where he where he was leading me. And you said that's how many years ago? That was 15 years 15 ago. 15 years ago. So the seeds of EC men, I mean, EC men itself is only a couple years old now, right? But yeah, it's 15 only, uh, years ago, years. God stirred your heart towards this. Yeah. And for, and from that moment on, like I've never forgotten about men's ministry, but God has taken me on a journey yeah. to prepare me for this. Uh, I got involved with FCA, learned a lot about ministry and the different things that I needed to know. Hmm. And God really brought me to this point and it was two years ago I can remember I was sitting in church sitting in sitting in a sermon sitting in the back and God just spoke to me again and he said a change was coming Hmm. and he he didn't really tell me what at that point in time because things were going really well with FCA I was the I was the state director and kind of in a position that I never thought that I would leave and so I go home and I start praying about that and God just started to reveal to me just men around me who were struggling. Right. There was there was um, friends of mine going through divorce or heading in that direction. Yeah. Uh, I would sit down and God started bringing these guys into my life and I would sit down and talk with them and, and they would basically just ask me, you know, like, I, I just, I just want to know what God's purpose is for my life. And they were trying to figure that out. And then the other thing that men like he would bring these guys to me and they were they were popular guys and you would think that they had a lot of friends but they would sit across from the table and i was just so surprised to hear them say like i have no close friends like they would have a lot of friends but they didn't really have that friend that they could rely on and so through all that god was basically just saying hey i want you to do something about this and so that's where the that's where the idea of everyday christian men came from and from that moment on you know, just have been going in this direction. Right. Praise God. Wow. That's really awesome, man. Like, it, it, that, hear that story and to listen, because I was around through that whole thing, right? And this is what I was saying in our last episode. Like, I know that when you say something, it's mm-hmm. given to you by God, you've prayed upon it, and you're gonna, and you're gonna take it forward in His timing. So this is, that was awesome. So my, I have a question. So, like, um, can you put a finger on the one thing that you think is holding men back from being the leader like men in the past have been in their homes, their workplaces, and in society as a whole? Like, what's, that, what's that one thing that's holding them back? Yeah, so I, I, th- I think the thing that's holding men back right now is, is honestly the way culture is treating men. Because really our, our culture is, is really just beating men down and yeah. and telling them that it, it's not good to be masculine. It's not good uh, to be the protect, protector and provider of your family. And really the, the role of the man is being taken away from him. Right, right, right. And so I feel like men are just just giving up, you know, because they, they want to be a part of something. They, they want to be, um, you know, they, they want to be that leader and they want but culture is telling them not to do that. Culture is telling them to step back. I mean, I have to agree. Like in my life, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a loud, vocal, kind of straightforward kind of guy. And I'm told always to curtail that 
that's aggression and that's not good and that's not well obviously god doesn't want you to be ignorant and rude but he also wants you to stand up for your faith and face truth in the in the in the eyes and i think that apathy is like a huge problem in our church what do you think about what do you, you think that's an attribute to that yeah absolutely i you know i think i think men are just being told not to be men and so the the natural response is just like if men are, men are being told no matter what they do it's not right yeah and so the natural response to that is i'm just gonna back off and i'm not gonna do anything yeah they get like an i don't care attitude yeah 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 our society does not value men at this point at all so it's awesome that god's called you to stir that up though absolutely see men get courageous again i know that as a pastor you know i hear from guys a lot kind of in the ways that they struggle um but i'm wondering from your perspective in leading a men's ministry what's the biggest issue or challenge that you hear men talk about ask for prayer for, struggle with, you know, so when men come to you and they're honest with their struggles, what's the number one issue that you see men dealing with? Yeah, so, so there's two things, and really I talked about them a, a little bit earlier, but the biggest issue that I find with, with men now is, is that they just don't know their purpose. They don't know okay. what God has called them to. Hmm. And they, and and men are men are so busy right now and it's it's taking up all their time but they don't feel like they're accomplishing anything hmm. and they really they really they really want to feel that accomplishment they want to feel like they're helping they want to be a part of something yeah something good or something um that god has called them to right and so that's that's probably the biggest thing that i find and then the other thing is is that men just don't have that close group of friends. Men don't have that person that they can rely on. Um, you know, men don't open up as easy, so it's hard for them to, to find that person, to get that person that they can really uh, just go to when they're struggling. They can call on them when they need to. So that's, that's another problem that I find, is men just don't have that in their life. It's interesting because I think like a lot of our listeners would probably expect you to say something like pornography or, you know, maybe even who they are in the workplace and trying to figure out time between what they do for a living and how they can spend time with their family. But you really touch, I think, on something even deeper, talking about identity, like not even know why you exist. You know, is your purpose to be the breadwinner for the home? Is your purpose to be successful in your industry or is it something even greater than that? more meaningful than that to live a life for Jesus Christ and so I think it's, it's powerful to hear that even things like pornography because I know we're going to get into that stuff down the line at the EC Men podcast that some of those issues take a, a secondary seat to actually finding out who we really are in Christ and, and being able to have that identity known for sure in our person so yeah I love that about you know, what you're doing to really zero in on that for guys. And I mean, guys in relationships is, is a crazy thing anyway. I mean, I know last episode I said I lead a, you know, a, a men's book club at church under the moniker of EC Men. And sometimes we get laughed at for that. It's like, what, really? Guys reading books? It's like, yeah, I mean, anything. I find the guys are hungry for that relationship. So even reading, I got guys to read half the book, by the way. Some of them are probably listening. <laughs> they should probably be called out by sure. name for it. So. But, so I think yeah. that I think that one of the things is, is that the men um, aren't secure in themselves. Like that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. And like you know, one of our friends, Larry Crespo, like he he said one of the weirdest things that ever happened to him is whenever some other guy told him that he loved him. 
Yeah. Right. Sure. And you know, like that's that's like weird, you know, to yep. but like I seriously consider and say, Dan, I love you. You know what I mean? And and I love you in a way that, that Christ loves you, you know what I mean? Yep. And yeah. that's okay. And Matt, I love you in the way that, that Christ loves you. And we're supposed to love each other like that because yep. that's the greatest commandment of all yep. is to love each other. You know what I mean? Yep. And so like if you become a man that's able to, you know, love other men and have a true you know, um, agape love for those people and then be, have a servant mindset for them. I mean, like, that's where we need to be as men, you know? I can honestly say that since getting involved with EC Men, that I have never had this many quality relationships with other men of Christ in my life. And, and I'm a pastor. I'm around it all the time, right? I've got elders in the church and deacons, godly men around me. But I'm telling you, adopting... The, you know, the parts of the framework that are in place, and, and I've talked about it, but especially the prayer challenge, has grown my relationship with guys. I mean, I, I get it. The whole lonely guy thing can it's be real. true. And when you're a Christian, so you can't go and do the things that the world's doing, that isolates you even more. Mm. But, man, when you've got a brother in Christ, you have found gold. So, love it. So, Matt, next question, man. We're moving on. So, where have you seen God at work through EC Men in these first few years of the ministry? Yeah, so when I first started EC Men, I really just thought it was going to be uh, this small group of men that I was going to help. You know, my, my friends around me, and it might grow a little bigger. But then when, when I I remember when I started this, <laughs> man, I, it, I realized quickly how much of a need there was, how much of a hunger that guys had for like those very things that you're talking about, for those, that community, for other men in their life. And then the, the other surprise was, was, was churches calling me and saying, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? And, and can you help our men? And like, awesome. can you help us get a men's ministry it's going exciting, in our man. church? It's really exciting. So, yeah, so that was, that was the biggest, um, that's the biggest thing that I've seen in the ministry is just mm -hmm. the men are really gravitating to it and churches are, hey, can you help us? We, we need this at our church. Look, I'll be totally honest with you. We had a men's event at Emmanuel Church, you know, this last Sunday, we have a, over 150 men there ready to Incredible. ready to step forward and, and take a make it make a bigger commitment towards Christ and yeah. and in their in their lives and in their church. So, I mean, I, I feel the excitement too. I feel the Holy Spirit moving, and you know, like I had said a couple times already, you know, that's because of your faithfulness to be obedient in the Spirit. So, like that that's that's awesome that God's using you like that. Yeah, men need to see other men on fire for the Lord. It becomes a contagious thing. Yeah, it's just like being yeah. a Stiller fan, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> well, Matt, along those same lines, I mean, can you give us an actual example of a man who you've seen a transformation in Christ in their life? Yeah, so there, there's two, two, two examples that I want to share. I keep asking for one. He keeps giving two, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot going on, and uh, you know, God's been really good. So it's hard not to not to talk. Being about on the it. board, I'll just say Matt has a long has a hard time following instructions. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna throw that out there, right? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so the biggest change that I've probably seen is this. Uh, there's a guy that I we have I have in one of my Bible studies. Okay. And when he first, when he first came into the Bible study. You know, he was he was just curious about God, and hmm. for the first year, you know, he he would ask a lot of questions, and we he would yeah. go faithful to the Bible study, but he would just always say, "I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready to like give my life fully to Christ," 
and he was just always held back and reserved. And then he started going to EC Men events and you know meeting people like Roger and and Larry and yeah. and uh, he just he just started to open up. And uh, the one thing, the the first big change is when he went to our date night. Okay. Him and his wife came, and he met a couple there. And at the next Bible study, he told me he's just like I I invited this guy over to my house. He's like, I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's shocked at himself for that. And then the the big change came when I invited him to be a part of, we served uh, the ABLE group at our church. It's a special right. needs ministry. Right. And we served their banquet. And so I invited him that. He came and that just absolutely changed his life. He came back from mm. that. The next Bible study, he was so excited. He's just like, I've never done anything like that before in my life. I came home, and I I came home and I prayed with my wife. Wow! And he's just like, I've That's never huge. prayed yeah. with my wife. He's like, she prays all the time, but I've never prayed with her. That's yeah. awesome. And so, ever since that moment, he's just like, he's all in. Yeah. He, he wants to he wants to help with these men. Mm. He wants to know as much about God as he can. That's amazing. So he's been he's been all in. And I know people can't see us because we're not on video and just <laughs> on the podcast but man there's three guys here just smiling wide because <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that we get excited about yeah man. i mean hearing lives changed and and we know that it's happening right that's one case but it's happening across the board and across the churches that are you know seeing yeah. men step up and yeah like there's a story after story after story that we could probably yeah. tell for two or three different broadcasts <laughs> yeah, of man. people that you know that and me being one of them that was just apathetic, you know, two years ago, uh, you know, into my just my normal routine. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit grabs you and, and then you're doing wonderful things for the Lord, you know what I mean? And you're serving yeah. him and you're serving others, you know. Yeah, we've, I've seen a big change in you, Roger. Too, oh, well, I so. appreciate that. Appreciate I can't. I, I had nothing to do with it. It was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so one, God. I wanted to share this other story. And this is this is a little more simple. But uh, me, me and my wife started the, the Marriage Monday devotional yeah, that we, right. we send out. And I got a text from a guy just the other day, and you know it, it really touched my heart because uh, one of the things that Amy and I pray about is that that it'll have an impact. You know, it's it's hard when you're sending sending your stuff out to put it out there, and you wonder if it's even making a difference. Well, I'll just tell you this much: that um, I told my wife to immediately sign up for the for that for that <laughs> for that devotional. And I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but obviously now I'm drawn into it. And like, so we're reading it and um, uh, I'm kind of held to account now for a lot of things that you put the challenge out for. So thanks for that, Matt. But I didn't know that's what it was going to be all about whenever I told her to sign up for it. Yeah, so, well, you're welcome for that. But, uh, I got I got this text and this guy tells me that he, he took the devotional and he took it to his wife and they sat down and they read it together and they prayed and then he said i've been married for 17 years and that's the first time we've done that amen wow. man yeah that's so, amazing yeah that's that's good yeah. stuff that's good stuff yeah man like i said there's all kind of stories like that we probably could tell and, and we've only two years into this you know and yeah. and so like i'm just gonna throw a plug out there if you're interested in receiving that devotional um just jump on ecmen.org and sign up for the uh the daily devotional it's just like a five or five or ten minute uh, read, and then you know uh, there's a there's a monthly Bible verse to remember. So you want to definitely uh, reach out to ecmen.org and uh, and grab that information. Um, 
So, so how has the ministry of EC Men changed you, Matt, as a man? Good question. Yeah. So the the biggest thing for me, and you know, just being just being really honest here, <laughs> is I've never, at any point in my life, had friends like I have now. Hmm. And you know, you Dan, That's what I was saying a little bit, Roger, yep. uh, Larry. You know, I, I, I know that I can call you guys at any moment at any time and I know you're going to be there for me and know uh, that you're that you're going to help me and for me being an introvert I (laughs) you know before before this like I really like I I know you need friends but I'm you know I'd much rather be be at home by myself and didn't even really didn't even really know the need for friends Mm -hmm. until God started putting that, that passion on my heart and then just bringing bringing people into my life and it's it's just it's been a it's been amazing and to, to have you guys and to know that I can count on you guys it's really it's really made a difference and it's been a blessing in my life and then the other thing <coughs> the other thing has been um, <coughs> excuse me the other thing has been uh, doing the doing the marriage Monday devotional with with my wife so my wife you know came to me with that idea because she's really passionate about marriage and i wasn't i wasn't too sure because i knew it was going to be a lot of work for me you know doing but we get we we (laughs) we we do uh devotions together at least once a week sometimes more to talk about what we're gonna what we're gonna write about but i'll be honest with you i've never worked on my marriage i've been married for 24 years Mm -hmm. and the previous 20 23 um i haven't worked on my marriage as much as we have and it's been wow. it's been a, it's been great wow that's yeah, awesome it's really cha- it's really changing our marriage and, and amy is a wonderful woman man she she does a lot for ec men as well so we just want to throw that plug out there so she gets recognized because you know she is a proverbs 31 woman and and so like she definitely steps up to the plate for that so you know, you're incredibly blessed to have her as your wife. Uh, absolutely, and and I would go as far as to say, EC men wouldn't be here without her. Without her mm. encouragement and her help, uh, EC, mm. EC men wouldn't be here right now. So I will say one other thing. You know, um, you have influenced me in perfecting my marriage as well. You know what I mean? And you also were able to drag me out of Pennsylvania during the rut to do a marriage, I mean, a uh, men's retreat in Oklahoma, which is almost impossible. Like, I don't even know that anybody in my family or my immediate friend group could drag me out of a tree stand during the rut, but somehow you did it. And I'm not sure exactly to this day how that happened. It must, it had to be the Holy Spirit, but that's one thing you were definitely successful in doing. So I appreciate that too. Well, we did say God's changing. You. Exactly, right? <laughs> he's, he's working on you, man. The, uh, the Marriage Monday thing too, like, I remember when you first put that out there, it got a lot of attention immediately. I mean, for us anyway, right? For EC men and the sort of the base of subscribers that we already had for the daily emails for the the devotional. I mean, it it spiked because you were offering something specific to marriage, and that showed me that's a that's a real need. Mm-hmm. So I know my wife has signed up for it too, and it's it's created a lot of neat conversations in our own home because of the Marriage Monday. Mm-hmm emails so another example of just listening to god and being obedient um talking about scripture because we know that ec man at the heart of it is the word of god right it's it's built on the truth 
And what scripture, Matt, could you share tonight that you know is a verse that impacts men? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, gonna to give me two. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to give you two. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Go for it, brother. Can't have enough word. You guys aren't going to invite me back. I know that. <laughs> so the, the, first, uh, the, the first scripture is the armor of God. Okay. You know, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. And it's just, it's, it's a great reminder for guys to, to just know who the real battle is against. That's right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we look at all Amen. these things. We talked about culture. Yep. You know, we talked about men getting beat down. But we, we got to know who we're fighting against. Because mm. if, we, if we fight against culture, we're going to lose. Yep. We, need, we, need mm. to fight, we need to fight the enemy. Amen. And Satan is the one behind it all. That's right. And we just need we need to know that and we need to keep keep that in mind. And then the other the other verse is first Corinthians sixteen, thirteen. And it says, Be on the alert, stand firm in faith, act like men, be strong. And act that, like men. <laughs> and that act like men and it, 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 again, just a great reminder because that statement's not a not saying act like men as like be tough, beat people well. You know, like the things that culture we might think of. Yeah, you might think of when you think of a man, but it's it's being m- mature, right? Being disciplined and and doing those things that God has called you to do. Mature in your faith. It's just that maturity. In your, um, I think it was your Monday one. This or maybe Tuesday. It was that was one of your verses that you referred to in your in your um, thing, yeah. in your uh, daily devotional. And so, like, I looked at that verse in like five different translations right and so like you really get the word act like men i mean then you go to different translations of the bible it's like be strong be courageous you know um uh i don't i wrote them down at home i don't have them with me right now but there's like four or five different um places it was or words that were placed in place of that in other in other Mm -hmm. transcripts right and so like you know me and my wife were talking about it i'm like look this is profound act like a man you know, and off the cuff, I started to think about like in The Godfather when when the Godfather grabs a hold of Johnny Johnny whatever his name was, and he slaps him across the face. He's like, "Stop crying and act like a man," right? <laughs> right? And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? The Holy Spirit's grabbing me by the shirt, and he's saying, "Act like a man." You know what I mean? Stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for what truth is. You don't need to be rude. You don't need to be ignorant. You don't need to be tough. Yeah. You just need to be. A man, a mature man, a strong man, a courageous man. You know what I mean? Somebody that's not afraid. Amen. You know what I mean? And so, like, that was used in this week's um, devotional. I love that. So, uh, can you give us two things a man can do right now after listening to this episode that will have a significant effect on his walk with Christ? Yeah, so number one, well, I get to We asked for two, two things, things now, I know, right? So I'll, I'll just, I'll <laughs> we stick, learned, I'll we learned. <laughs> so number one is is getting into God's Word and mm. praying, and really Amen. really spending that quiet time. Because there's no, there's no better way to, to learn how to become a man of God than get the instructions right from God Himself. Absolutely. So that's, that's, the, that's number one. And then number two is to find that close friend, that accountability partner, you know, that, that person that's going to hold you accountable to what you say. He's going to be watching what you do. And if, if you step out of line, he's not afraid to tell you. And he's going to be able to say, hey, you need to get back on track. 
you know, you've mm. messed up. Yeah. So. I mean, I've been rebuked by many and many men that, that, that love me enough to have enough courage to tell me that, you know. Yeah. You know, when I was back in the day when I was living in that duplicitous lifestyle, like I would go to the bar and I'd be complaining about my wife or I'd be complaining about this at work or that, and I'd get terrible advice. And I made a lot of bad decisions based upon that advice I got from ungodly men. And as I matured and started acting like a man, hanging out with men that were real true men, right? You know, like they, they tell me, hey, look, your social media page is off target, man. You're, 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 you're off your rails. You're not putting things out there that are glorifying to God. Or, hmm. And so, like, they built that relationship with me and had enough trust that I had enough trust in them to um, say, oh, I got to take that down. I got I to gotta rectify that. I have to show that I'm living that, that Psalms 119.9 life right. where I'm pure in what I think, you know. And, and, and so, like... That's huge because if those guys didn't pour into me, like I would still probably be where I was at because they lifted me up. And so I think that's one of the missions of EC men is to lift other men up to that to that that standard, you know? Yeah. It doesn't happen without relationship. I mean the mm -hmm. two things that you shared, relationship with God, the word and prayer, and also building on that relationship with other men. But you know, I mean any old man can't just come up to you no. and speak truth into your life like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that that place is earned. And I think we're all speaking to that here tonight when we're sharing about the fact that we've never had as close of relationships as we've had, except in this season as a byproduct, really, a result of EC men in this ministry. And because of that, we're in better positions in life as as men, as husbands, as dads, you know, because we've we've got the framework around us now for people to, to really care about us in that way. I think, uh, you know, to the men that are listening, you know, make these choices i mean it, it starts with the word and with prayer and if you're not in the scriptures daily i mean dig in get the word of god open get reading let it change your life um also want to say to you that if if you want to connect further with ec men i mean with matt even in specifics go to ecmen.org um you know on the website you can find the the different pieces of what ec men offers out there for men in general but also for the local church I mean, I've shared before, but our church back in Pittsburgh, you know, is an EC men church. And there are many churches now that are, you know, bringing that framework of ministry into their local congregation. So if you're a pastor listening, you know, look into it and see what it offers your church. You know, if you're not a pastor, go and talk to your pastor and say, hey, you know, what can we do to bring EC men into our church? Um, there's also the daily devotions we talked about. You know, Roger mentioned going to Oklahoma on a forged retreat. We've done them locally here in western pennsylvania if you're interested in bringing the forged retreat to your church you know get on the website and and get a hold of matt and uh, get involved with it and i can't say enough good things about the prayer challenge i mean that's the thing that hooked me from the start Absolutely. so you know all these are opportunities with ec men um you know visit again ecmen.org and and you know too let us know what what you thought of tonight's episode i mean if there's something matt said that impacted you and, you know reach out to him and most of all if you're struggling with anything and you need somebody to talk to, Amen. please shoot us an email. Um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, and we'll give you some good godly advice and, and just pray with you. And, and, and if you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, <clears throat> by all means, you know, and if, you have un if you're unsure on how to, how to do that, hmm. you know, please reach out to us as well. We'd love to um, be able to talk to you more about uh, how, to, how to have Christ in your heart and to, you know, focus on acting like a man. Amen. Matt, we really enjoyed having you on tonight, and thanks for 
spending the time with us to talk about EC Men and go in depth on what God's doing in your life through the ministry. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I, I appreciate being here. Absolutely. Yeah. Why don't we just pray over you as we kind of go out here tonight and, you know, it's, I think, the best thing we can do for you and encouraging you and supporting the ministry. So That'd be Absolutely. great. Lord, thank you for the opportunity tonight to have Matt on the, the podcast, Lord, and just thank you for the vision that he's had over the last 15 years and even now specifically the last two, a vision that's been born of your Holy Spirit to see a ministry um, brought to the local church that would see men discipled in a deep way. Um, Lord, I thank you for the ways that you have provided for this ministry and have grown this ministry beyond what Matt originally expected. Thank you for the friends and for his wife and for the support that he has had around him. Thank you, Lord, for what you're still yet going to do through EC Men and how you're going to change so many lives. I uh, pray, Lord, that you'd encourage the men that listen tonight, that they would be uh, impacted, Lord, by the things that were talked about here, that they would do the, the kind of soul searching that's needed as a man to see if they're in a position they should be in, and if not, to take the steps, Lord, that can be be taken to become a man of God, Lord, that that is uh, what we can be as men, Lord, that we can know that our purpose is to bring you glory in this life. So, Lord, be an encouragement to Matt, provide all his needs, Lord, and continue to spur on the ministry. We love you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.